Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. This is episode number 52. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoy this episode. Please be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And definitely connect with me on my social media at My Naked Mindset on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the things. I've actually been trying to get more active on TikTok. And man, that app is really fun, but it's a beast. Like, it's super fun to learn, but almost like, how the fuck do I do this? Am I too old for TikTok? Like, no, Janae, you are not too old for TikTok. You got this. So I've been trying to post some more videos on there. So if you are coming from TikTok to listen to this episode, I love you. So yeah, I hope you enjoy. So we have a very special guest today. I hope you enjoy her story. Definitely learn something from her story, whether you are a parent, a single parent, a step parent, not a parent, you do not have children. This is still such a great episode. I love what Ashley does and I hope that you learn something from this. So without further ado, Here's the episode. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. We have a very special guest today. She is a mom who works for a nonprofit that helps homeless single moms find housing. And as well, she is an entrepreneur who helps moms start their own businesses. Everyone, please welcome to the show, Ashley. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for being here. I so appreciate it. I can't wait to get into our topic and just hear all your stories. Um, So I always like to ask people, like, how did you get to where you are today? Like your business side of things. I'm just so intrigued by all of that stuff. So I want to hear your story. Yeah, so my story um, definitely has some intense things, but I definitely wouldn't be where I am today with without um, being a single mom first and foremost, but also just, um, being open to being uncomfortable. Um, so I think, um, I had my daughter in 2017. Um, at that time I had been a teacher for nine years. Um, I taught severe special needs, um, went through, um, a bad breakup with her dad And that led to me, unfortunately, um, being arrested wrongfully and going through um, a whole criminal trial or, um, and then uh, I ended up losing my job as a teacher. Um, But my faith really played a big piece of it because I knew I was supposed to give up teaching in a classroom but continue to be a teacher um, in other aspects. I just didn't know how. So um, fast forward, that was, so 2018, that all went down. So fast forward almost um, four years now, which is crazy. Um, I took the opportunity instead of saying, why is this happening to me? I said, why, like, how could this be happening for me? Um, and I always wanted to start my own business. So I moved back in with my parents while we were going to, um, 
family court and doing all this stuff. It was the one thing I could control in my life was um, doing something that first of all, took my mind off of everything, allowed me to have a creative outlet. um, And I dove into entrepreneurship and said, like, here we go. Um, And just didn't look back. So that's kind of how the ball got rolling, stuck with it. Um, and now after a couple of pivots in my business, I went from a graphic designer, um, website designer to um, now a business coach and accountability coach to help women start businesses um, or really just go towards their dreams. So that's a powerful story and good for you for keeping you know, keep pushing, keep moving through all the obstacles and changes. And I'm sure you said like graphic designer, which I love. I have a lot of graphic designer friends, so I know all about that stuff, but it is super cool to kind of see all the different aspects that go into a business. Cause then you kind of get to see, okay, like this is how this works. And then, mm-hmm. you know, kind of chunk it all together. And I think I, I absolutely love empower, empowering women just in general, just the whole concept and and we always I feel like we're we're starting to and I think that this has gotten so much better over the years but I feel like a lot of the time it's like people try to put us against each other but it's like no we need to be together stand Mm -hmm. up for each other stand up for ourselves and just empower each other because I mean let's be real here all women know what we all go through like it is not an easy time all the time. No. And like it's, it's so yeah. crazy that people try to push us against each other. And it's like, no, that's not what yeah. it's about. Like, let's let's raise each other up and yeah, you know, never dull someone's shine, you know? No. And I always tell my clients, because as you're starting a business, you have all the imposter syndrome or like fear mm-hmm. um, that pops into your head and you're like, well, so-and-so does it because I see them on Instagram or whatever, (laughs) but they're doing it better than I'm doing it. And it's like, no, like there's room for everybody at the table. Absolutely. You're going to serve somebody different than someone else. And you're gifted in different ways that like there's other business coaches, but I will probably connect better with the moms who are single or have gone through a lot of obstacles. Um, because they can learn from me, like what I went through and I can help them more with that. Um, and also like, if you think about the bread aisle there, like there's so many different kinds of bread, like it's right there in front of you and that doesn't stop them from making bread. So you just got to keep going, um, and not give up. I think people just give up way too early. Um, or they don't just change little things. I think they have to change the whole picture instead of just making little pivots, um, that feel good. Um, they give up, um, too easily on themselves and their idea. So that's so inspiring though. And I, I just, I love that. So tell me a little bit more about, is it a woman, a woman can come to you and just start any kind of business or do you have like a specific niche that you kind of enjoy working with? Um, so I have a business course called business bootcamp and it's a 10 week course, um, that you can work through on your own, um, or I can help you through it. Um, and we would do coaching calls on top of that. Um, but a lot of my clients right now, I have, um, 
for accountability. So they, some of them own businesses. So I help them stay consistent. I help them stay on top of things. Um, cause a lot of them are moms, um, have full-time business or not businesses have full-time jobs, but they want right. to turn their side hustle into, or they have a dream of starting a healing retreat center, or, um, they want to have, so it's just taking the steps to get there um, and holding them accountable because we get so caught up in all the things that we have to do of like um, taking care of the kids, cleaning the house, like right. doing all of the things that we lose track of, like um, the time or we put it off, we put it on the back burner when we should be, even if it's 30 minutes to an hour a day doing something that can push us forward forward. Um, yeah. So helping moms, um, stay accountable to that time. Um, cause that little time, if you can just do, um, be 1% better, um, atomic habits, this is where I learned that from is if you can be 1% better than the day before, or do one thing, like do one thing to push your business forward today, you're going to be ahead of a lot of people who are afraid just to start. Um, so if it's just, sending one email of somebody who could mentor you or posting on Instagram, like one way you could help people or um, building your business one little task at a time is better than just sitting on like, oh, well, one day I want to do it. So we yes. don't know if we're going to get that next day. <laughs> that's, that's so true. I love that. And that's, it is, it is sometimes hard to keep ourselves accountable. So I love that they can come to you and be like, Hey, this is what I want to do. I need help. And, and yeah, it's okay to ask for help too. I think that's another big thing is uh, everyone in general. It's like, I don't want to ask for help. I don't, I don't want people to think that I'm weak or, you know, incapable, but it's like, no, you are capable and you, you are strong because you're, you know, that you need help. And and here I am. So yeah, that's really awesome. So what would your, what would you say is like your inspiration for the work that you do? Um, when I was going through my really, really tough time trying to figure out what I was doing. Um, I knew that I was going through, because I never even imagined myself as a single mom, let alone going through a criminal case and like a family case and all the things that this, and losing my job at the same time. So um, my faith really played a big part of that, of knowing that it was going to be my job, there was a voice that I heard and it was going to be my job to help other women to go through something like that or to show them um, that I'm going to end up on the other side and you, if I can do it, you can do it. Um, so that was really, um, that's what gets me up in the morning um, is to help other women um, push forward and create the life that they want, no matter what their past looks like. Yeah. Um, so and that they can really create um, abundance for their family. Um, the reason why I love helping single moms start a business is because I want to shatter the stereotype that single moms have to have multiple jobs to make ends meet or work crazy hours and not spend time with their kids. Um, I truly believe that we um, have services or ideas for products that we can create um, and serve other people and 
make the amount of money that we need to make to be flexible for our family provide for them. And um, also so our kids can look um, and be inspired by what we do as well. Um, so for sure. That's amazing. I love, I love this. This is, it's, it's so inspiring to me too. Cause like, you know, podcasting is somewhat new for me. I've almost been a year in, but it's sometimes it's, it's tough. And I'm like, I want to build this thing really big, as big as I can get it. And some days it's like, you know what I need, I, I need help. Like, yeah stuff around the house like you were saying like and and I I personally don't have any children but I definitely want them in the future but like I do think about that one day and I'm like oh wow how am I going to do this and this and this it's a lot so and that's actually a great transition into our topic today which is going to be really just being a single parent um you know the the amazing things you know the things that are hard some some tips that Ashley has um, cause obviously you have five years experience, just being a business owner, you know, having your beautiful daughter and just kind of juggling the work and, and, um, you know, being a single parent life. So let's get into that a little bit. Um, so I guess to start out, what would you say, um, like, how do you juggle, like, being a single parent and running your business and, you know, working at the nonprofit? Like, how how does your, I guess, day-to-day look like usually? Yeah, um, I actually, the first thing um, is that I try to schedule or time block um, my schedule, um, which has taken me a little bit of getting used to or, like, moving some things around. But most most weeks, um, Monday and Wednesdays, I'm nonprofit focused. Um, and then Tuesday, Thursdays, I am my business focused. So that doesn't mean they don't blend over into different um, days or something will come up, but leaving buffers for those things. Um, I think it just takes also on that note, a lot of grace. And um, there's no, <laughs> you, like, for parent parenting in general, there's no Instagram parent. Like that's just, it's just a like, stop comparing yourself to what you see other people doing. Um, because I guarantee that they also struggle with something, or I know something that I really struggle with, um, is thinking like, oh, well, if they are in a relationship or like have a partner that they automatically have it all together and like, they don't have any problems, which is not true. Um, so I think one of the blessings or rewards of being a single parent is that I don't have to check in with somebody else. If I'm feeling tired that day, like I'm stopping at Chick-fil-A on the way home and I don't have to check in with anybody to make sure it's okay. Like I can make those kinds of calls for like those kinds of days. Um, but I think it takes a lot of grace, um, and prioritizing. So, what is important to you. Um, my health is important to me. Um, I also have MS. So making sure that I move my body and stay strong and fit, um, is a really big priority for me. So I hired a trainer. Um, so knowing like what you want to prioritize, um, and putting it in your calendar, um, it's never going to be perfect. I don't believe in balance fully, um, to be completely honest, I think it's BS. Um, so throwing the balance picture, perfect. Um, I throw that right out. 
I can almost guarantee if you walk through my house at any given time, there's going to be a dirty dish somewhere, probably multiple. Um, and I hate folding laundry. So there's yeah. probably going to be a mound of like clothes somewhere. And you know what? That's okay because everything else is taken care of. Um, my child is happy. Um, she's healthy. She gets herself dressed, even though, um, it might not always match, um, you know, that everything's taken care of and just, um, giving yourself grace, um, so that you can take care of yourself. Um, because I'm a better mom when I do take care of myself. And like, when I go work out, when I do the things that I enjoy, I can in turn, um, be a better mom and a better human in general. <laughs> yes, so. no, that's totally fair. And I think like you were saying, taking care of yourself too. So then you can, you know, it's, it's the full picture of you're going to make her happy. You know, you're going to be your best self. Um, and just having that really good, not, I don't even want to say the word balance, but like, I don't even know what other term to use, but you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah, it's just a, yeah. And sometimes it's literally just asking yourself like, okay. Cause some days are very overwhelming. Like I will be completely honest. Like there are days where I will literally shut myself in my closet, sit on the floor and cry because everything's overwhelming, but okay. I'm going to have a pity party for five minutes. And then my next question to myself is what's my next best step? Like, I'm not going to save the world in a day. I'm not going to get everything fixed in a day. It's too overwhelming to think like that. So what's my next best step for the next hour? Is it doing dishes? Is it making a phone call um, for someone to come watch my daughter for a little bit so I can get a breather? Is it going outside to go to the park? Is it, um, so it's just that those simple, like, cause it's hard. It's really hard. And, um, I think the first thing that like looking from the outside in, cause I have people ask me and they're like, well, how do you do it all? And I'm like, I don't, <laughs> but like, I don't, <laughs> um, and that's okay. And, um, yeah. And I think that that's important to show our kids too. Um, I cry in front of my daughter and, She'll ask me why, because she's getting to the point where she's like understanding what's going on. And right. I'll just say, I'm upset and I'm overwhelmed and to show her that it's okay to have feelings as long as we um, can move through it or figure out what the solution is or um, so, yeah. That's a good way to put it too. And I think yeah, sharing, like being really transparent with your kids, just be like, Hey, this is what's happening. And it's okay. If mommy has a moment, you know, everyone has their moments. Right. So I think, I think that's a good way to put it. It's just like, Hey, this is happening right now. I'm having, I'm having a second and, and that's okay. And, and you're going to have your moments too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've all like all of us parents have had a meltdown in some store where, where the parent whose kid is on the floor crying or upset and, um, to model that for our kids of like, yeah, I'm upset, but this is how I'm going to deal with it is just, um, it's really healing for a lot of our kids. Definitely. That's, that's, that's a really good way to put it. Um, what would you say is like your favorite thing to do with your daughter? Um, we, every Friday, um, we, <laughs> I pick her up from school and we get pizza and we watch a movie. Um, super simple. Um, but I think it, when you are a single parent, um, especially with social media these days, um, like on holidays or 
I struggled for a really long time. Think I really struggled with the weekends um, and being kind of depressed on the weekends because I thought, oh, people who are in relationships are families, even though mine is a family. Um, I've learned that now, but I would think like, oh, families that are together are like enjoying each other and like doing fun family things because people post about it on Facebook or whatever. Um, so um, in my counseling, I remember talking to my counselor about that and she was like, well, make your own tradition. And I was like, yeah. okay. So um, that was super helpful. And now I don't have as as much like anxiety around that. Like I used to dread Fridays and the weekends, <laughs> uh, which sounds crazy, but um, now coming up with our own little family um, traditions has been really great. Um, so I love yeah. that. And what do you, do you think she, she probably gets so excited too when it's Friday, like I get to go have pizza and watch a movie with my mom. Yeah, like it, too. yeah it's so fun because um, we'll go, we'll stop at the gas station as well. Um, and then we get like the take and bake um, pizzas. Um, so we do it at home, but, um, we'll get sodas at the gas station. And when we go home, I pour them like in a fancy cup, like even a champagne glass or like, (laughs) so it's super fun. Yeah. And then, uh, recently she just got her first, um, robe. So we both put our robes on and our slippers and we had like our champ, um, champagne glass, AKA our soda glass. (laughs) Um, so, so it's fun. So, um, Hopefully she remembers those, those times when she's growing, um, when she's older. I know I definitely will. Um, but yeah, so. That's awesome. <clears throat> I love that. Um, what would you say is like your best advice to like either a single parent or co-parents that are really like struggling with like the quote unquote balance of like, you know, social work, you know, being a parent life. Um, yeah. So I think in the co-parenting realm of that, um, it would be also to give your co-parent grace. Um, Mm -hmm. I know the first thing that I want to do sometimes is point fingers as to why something's not done or um, the communication's not great. But I also have to remember that it's the same on the other side. Um, And um, I think another thing is just, um, there's a lot of like on TikTok, like there's a lot of like bashing of the other parents, um, like crazy baby mamas or baby daddies or whatever. And just not using that language in front of, um, like our kids, um, and being as respectful as we can, um, so that, um, you can move forward and put your kid, uh, or your kids first. Um, I think that, um, a lot of it too, I always ask myself, like, is this going to matter in the next year? Like whatever the issue is, or is it going to even matter in the next five minutes? A lot of times I'm like, this isn't even worth me putting my energy into worrying about this because it's not going to matter. Um, so putting like, cause I know like texting can, can get pretty heated sometimes, um, in my co-parenting relationship and just letting it, 
letting it go um, is sending and being whoa, angry whoa, about. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So sorry, <laughs> being angry about something um, really going to put me in a better spot, um, or is just keeping my mouth shut going to be better? And it's probably keeping my mouth shut <laughs> some most of the time. <laughs> that's hey, that's fair, and that is a good way to look at it. It's like is this going to matter? Is this going to, am I going to look back at this, you know, a week from now and think, why did I, you know, why did I say that? Or why did I think that? Like, that is a good kind of thought process. If you're like in a situation, you're like, you know what, let's just, let's just keep on going. Let's just right. stop this conversation and just <laughs> move on. And, and I feel like that's in ev- a- any relationship. I mean, sometimes oh. I'm like, why did I say that? Or why did I get mad at that? You know, it's. It yeah. Be- sure those boundaries can be really um good for our own energy and I think a lot of the time too I think to myself do I have the energy to put towards being angry at this or should I put my energy somewhere else like my business or helping uh, moms at the nonprofit and um so and it just helps you um step up to a higher level of being your best self I think that's really good advice um, so scheduling, I think is another huge topic of just, you know, sharing schedules, you know, times, obviously being flexible. I've kind of heard a lot of parents just, you know, if, if you're late or something picking up or dropping off, um, kind of just ha- like you were saying, having that grace, um, you know, sharing info and updates about the kids, um, trying to be on time as best you can. Um, I think those are just some other tips that, um, some of my friends have told me and just, just kind of being understanding, but also like, you know, I think in some situations, if something goes wrong or like, I know a lot of situations, you know, one parent will, um, you know, reprimand or have rules at one house, but then the other house is different. So then when they come back, that can get a little tricky. That's what I've heard from some of my friends. Like, oh, well, when they come back from so-and-so's house, they, they are not very well behaved and they can put their feet up on the, you know, the coffee table and, you know, what I just silly stuff like that. But I think just kind of being on the same page, um, you know, like I said, being flexible and just, kind of understanding and respecting each other's boundaries. I'm sure that's probably a tough one, but I think, I think that's actually, you know, good advice to just, just kind of being understanding. Um, So I guess what I'm curious about is if you could, if you could give one bit of advice to another single mom who maybe be, is struggling with, um, you know, leaving her kid when she first, you know, has the baby and is on maternity leave, going back to work, what would that advice oh, be? Yeah. Um, um, that's so, yeah. Cause um, I would say that you have to continue doing the things that you did before you were a mom Mm. or doing something that makes you, this is my opinion, um, doing something that makes you feel like a human, um, that makes you feel, and going to work could be one of those things and that's okay. Um, some moms choose not to go back. 
Um, and if you choose not to go back after maternity, I still urge you to find a hobby, find something, find time away, um, because we are humans that had um, hobbies, that had interests, that had um, friends even before we were a mom. And that's what makes us a better mom is when we do those things. Um, and if it is work, then it's work. Um, I know for myself, going back to work was never a question, not only because of money, like I know a lot of um, moms go back because they have to make money, but I also um, needed to go back to work and did, I would taught for a couple of months right after I had um, my daughter and um, it made me feel um, empowered and I want my daughter to um, do what she loves as well, because that's what we're here um, to do, I think, on earth is to um, do things that we love, um, because we inspire, we motivate, we help other people. Um, so, um, and also just giving yourself grace to feel the feels, because it is hard at first, or even if you are getting used to the co-parenting situation, um, it took me a really, really long time to actually start to enjoy the time when she was gone and use it for myself. Right. And to give yourself that grace, um, I used to make like really, I would make a list of things that I could do. Cause like you almost hit like a depression almost. Cause like your kid's gone and like your house is quiet. And, like, right. You're like, it's what hard. do I do with myself? Um, and sometimes this still happens, like depending on um, when she's gone and, but I have a list of things that I like to do. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that I like to do this. No, <laughs> like, that's a good way or to like it. craft yeah. or like even go out to eat by yourself. Like, um, yeah, love that. which I know is hard for some people to do, but like going out and <laughs> doing things, um, because as a single parent, you don't get to do some of those things. Yeah. Um, but it makes you feel like, oh yeah, like there's a life outside of this. So no, that's, that's really good advice. And I like, I personally, I love lists. So I think that would help me just like, oh yeah, I do love to do crafts. You know what? I'm going to pull up Pinterest and I'm going to do a craft all by yeah. myself and I'm going to love it. And I also personally love going out to eat by myself. <laughs> me too. <laughs> When I even now I would go out to dinner by myself if my boyfriend wasn't here. But I think when you're probably alone, you're like, oh my God, like you were saying, what do I do? But at the same time, it's like enjoy this the the alone time because then you can kind of reflect on things. You know, you can yeah. see what you want to be doing, like, okay, you know what? It's it's a Saturday. I have all day to do whatever I want. What how am I gonna tackle my day and just really do things that you like? you know, figure out your hobbies again. Maybe you're like, oh, I really have always wanted to try, I don't know, rock climbing or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, just go out and do it and have fun and, and really enjoy that time. Um, yeah. It's so important. And I love, love, love that. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times I struggled too, because I thought, oh, cause I'm even still to this day, I'll be on the phone with my best friend. I'm like, oh, I should really like deep clean this or like organize this and she'll be she'll totally reality check me and she's like go do something that you can't do when Maya's home and I'm like oh yeah that's true like I should go (laughs) do something that I can't and like go get my nails done or go you know do something like that because um actually her dad lives out of state so it's very rare that 
I get those weekends to myself. And so, um, yeah, it's definitely, yeah. Yeah, no, that's super good advice. Um, So I kind of want to transition a little bit into like dating when you're a single parent, kind of what that could look like. Um, I don't know if you've personally dated people that had kids maybe before you had your daughter, um, but let's just walk through that a little bit, just what it's like maybe, you know, in a dating situation, um, you know, with someone with kids. Yeah. Um, I have dated, um, kids who have had, or kids who have had kids, um, (laughs) guys who have had kids and, um, I'm looking back at it now from what I know now, um, if somebody offers their kids up really fast, it's a red flag. Absolutely. Um, and, um, cause I've had like, um, I don't know, my longest dating relationship was like a year and I never introduced because I didn't know, um, where it was going or if it was going to be consistent. So it was not something I was willing to bring into her realm um, at that time, because in, if you're the partner or the person you're dating um, is, isn't clear about what they want, I'm mm. not going to introduce you to, to like the piece that's probably going to be the most consistent for my, the rest of my life. Right. So um, that was a, um, something for me that I just wasn't willing to sacrifice. And then on the flip side of things, if your co-parent is the type that does introduce super, super fast, um, it can be really, really heart-wrenching when things don't work out because you, like, I've had to deal with the flip side of it when things don't work out. And um, it's really hard. And I don't want to do that to my daughter. Um, cause I know how attached she, she's definitely a people person and, um, she, it's really hard for her, um, when that person would no longer be there. Um, yeah. So, um, but I would say, um, it's one of those things for me as well, (laughs) that if, no matter where we meet or how we meet dating app or in person. Um, that's the first question I ask people, like, are you okay with kids? Are you okay with dating a mom? And, um, I could find red flags right away because especially telling, um, people like, Hey, I own my own business. I'm a single mom. I do this. And then they're like, well, when would you have time for me? And I'm like, Oh, see ya. (laughs) Like, Like, this isn't going to work, like, because, um, my schedule is not the type where I can drop anything I'm doing and cater to what you need to be done or, um, or at least at this time, because that's not how my life is set up. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. Sacrifice. And they they also be very understanding of that. Like, Hey, she's a lot going on. Like, you know, if it works out and, you know, we vibe and whatever, we have chemistry, um, that it will, you'll, you'll get together when you can. And that's kind of, that's really just the story. And, and, and I, it can be tough, especially if you're like into someone, but you're like, you know what, like, we're going to take this day by day and we're going to take this slow and, and this is how it's going to be. And obviously the right person will be completely fine with that. Um, 
I've, I dated a guy a couple years back that we were actually two hours away from each other. And he had, uh, you know, like a full-time job, three kids. Um, so like he obviously had like a very different schedule and even with the time or not the time change, the, the driving distance, it was, it was tough because even like during the week, it was like, we didn't see each other. It was only, um, I think it was just like sun Saturday night or Sunday, every other weekend. Um, and then he saw them during the week as well. So, but we made it work. You always make it work. If it's, if it's something, you know, that both parties are into and obviously comprehensive and understanding of, Hey, we're not going to see each other every single day. It's just, it's not going to happen. And I think being really respectful of that Mm. time and understanding the kids are always going to be first at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think it just takes a lot and a lot of communication. Mm -hmm. And if the person that you're dating or thinking about dating or being in a relationship is not communicating um, about it, then it's just not going to, it's not going to work, um, unfortunately, but the right person who, um, is okay with it, like understands that, like, and also there's always the, you have to communicate like with your ex or with the co-parent and the right person will know, um, that it's nothing to be jealous about, um, And I think it can be really sticky, um, in certain situations, but, um, the right person isn't going to look at it as, and be jealous, um, and know that the kid comes first and you do have to communicate with the other person. So, and understanding that, like we have a kid together, it's not like they're just going to disappear and really just being understanding of that. Cause I think a lot of people, you know, they're like, oh, well, why, why do you have to talk to them? And it's like, because we need to communicate about our child. Like, they're not just going to flow into thin air. Like they're going to be in right. my life forever and just <clears throat> really being understanding of that. And I think like I, when I was like probably 20, I actually dated this guy who had a kid and I was so young. Like I have learned an insane amount of stuff for, since then, obviously, but it's funny that you said that the timing wise of like, if you meet someone's kids too soon, red flag, obviously when I was younger, I didn't really realize this, but I probably met his son. I mean, his son was like two, I want to say. So he was just super, super young, but I probably met him. Like we knew, we knew each other for, I don't know, call it six months and we started dating, but I literally met him like, I think three weeks in and I was like, Whoa, this is home. Yeah. So I think the timing is like very, it, it can be tough too, because it's like the other, you know, the co-parent as well, I think should be, you know, they should be aware and you should set boundaries and, and stuff like that of like, all right, we should, when you're really, really serious with someone X amount of time or, you know, whatever your boundaries are. And I think really just being on the same page about that, because like you were saying, you don't want your your uh, child to be upset if this person doesn't end up in the other person's life and it can get it can get tricky for sure and I've I've had a lot of friends that have experienced this and stuff so they've definitely shared some tips and just like you were saying don't do it too soon and you know make sure it's very solid before you kind of bring the children into it just because it can get so hard and, and tricky in those realms for sure um yeah. What would you say is the hardest part of dating? Um, uh, 
for me, it is kind of um, the double standard that does come from my co-parent co-parent sometimes mm-hmm. um, because it can just be very, um, well, I can't believe you, I can't believe you did that. But on the flip side, like they're doing like the same thing or like kind of worse or however you want to put that. Um, so just um, that kind of like double standard um, is probably the hardest coming from the co-parent. Um, and then I also think that um, I've had a couple of situations where I really, really enjoyed the guy that I was dating. And because of the co-parenting situation and him not wanting drama, um, he was like, I can't do it. And like, that was really hard because then I put it on myself, which I shouldn't have done that. Like I wasn't good enough, but then at the same time, like that's a part of who I am. Um, so, but like, those are the, that can be really tricky too. Um, so yeah. Just being open and honest and being like, you know what, this is, this is my life. And, and obviously you kind of have to fit into it nicely and compliment me and, and all that stuff. But I think someone that's just super understanding and willing to, you know, sacrifice some time, of course, because obviously, like we said, you know, the child is always going to be first and, um, you know, obviously your jobs are very important and, and so um, inspiring to you, which is still just so amazing. I love, I love, love, love your story. Uh, but just really that other person has to be completely transparent and, and honest and forthcoming and just be like, Hey, I understand that this is, this is how it's going to be. And it's not going to be different. So I think when someone goes into that, they have to really just be completely honest and open with you. And it's all about communication, right? Yeah. And I think it's just speaking up for what you need. Um, sometimes I can come off very like, um, independent or like I have all my ish together, but at the same time, like it's speaking to the person I'm dating me like, Hey, I've had a really, really bad day. Like I need you to show up in this space or like, I need this from you. And, um, finding somebody that can do that for you is really important. Um, so definitely it's really great advice. Um, all right. Are you ready for a game? I'm so excited. Good. Okay. So this is called this or that. So you just get to choose whichever one you like or prefer better. Okay. First one is coffee or smoothie. Oh, coffee. Coffee. I have some right here. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Tacos or burgers? Oh, tacos. <laughs> tacos. We had tacos last night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love, I love me some tacos. Um, do you prefer pizza or pasta? Pizza. Pizza. Mm-hmm. Would you rather direct a music video or direct a movie? A movie movie yeah would you rather have a personal chef or personal driver oh my gosh both Both. Both. (laughs) the same person um I would probably go chef right now just because um but I've always wanted I hate driving I've always wanted a driver um but right now I'd have to go chef that's totally fair all right the next one is if you could only online shop for the rest of your life or in-person shop for the rest of your life, which one? Um, online. Online. 
Yeah. Being busy, I don't, most of my mm. wardrobe's from Amazon. So that's fine by me. <laughs> Love me some Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you could travel one year for free or be given 50K to spend on anything, what one would you choose? Um, I would travel for a year. Um, Cause I think as single parents, we don't get to travel as much with our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, or we kind of put it on the back burner. So I'd, I'd want to travel. Love that. Yeah. Okay. If you had to wear ball gowns every single day for the rest of your life, or wear only swimwear every single day for the rest of your life, which one? Oh, ball gown for sure. <laughs> I love yeah. that question. It's yeah. So fun. Yeah. I think it would be pretty fun. I think so too. And just think about all the different princesses you could dress up as or like, Oh yeah. Yeah. It'd be be super cool. Yeah. Would you rather travel to Europe or would you rather travel to like a tropical Island? Tropical Island. Yeah. That's what I would choose to. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Would you rather live in a zoo or live in an amusement park? Oh, uh, amusement park. Amusement. For sure. Yeah. The animals, like we have a dog, but other than that, I'm like, I'm good. Like, I don't need you. No, thank you. <laughs> That's totally fair. Yeah. Um, manicure or pedicure? If you had to choose. Oh, oh yeah. Um uh, manicure. Manicure. Yeah. Love it. Would you rather live by the ocean or live in a cabin in the woods? Oh, this is. I live in Colorado, so I'm going to go cabin in the woods. Nice. And then and then travel and visit the beach, but yes, come back, come back to the cabin. That's, that's totally fair. Would you rather wear sweatpants every day forever, or never be able to wear sweatpants again? This is going to go way against my ball gown answer, but I would want to wear sweatpants every day. Like I'm either like one spectrum or the other. Like me too. I'm either in sweatpants or people are like, what's the occasion? I'm like, oh, I showered today. <laughs> Girl, I feel that. I work from home. Always in sweatpants. When I have jeans on, it's like, whoa, Janae, you're in jeans today. What's going on? <laughs> right. It's so funny. Um, would you rather have eyes that film everything or ears that record everything? Oh, interesting. Um, probably eyes. Eyes. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the last one, sunrise or sunset? Oh, sunrise for sure. Love it. Yeah. Well, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for sharing all your stories and being so vulnerable and giving great advice um let everyone know where they can connect with you yeah so on instagram um you can find me at b ashley ann um so b-e-a-s-h-l-e-y-a-n-n-e um and i'm always on there every day so that's probably the best place to find me um or you can find me at b awesome Well, thank you so much for being here today. It was such a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you for having me. So fun. 
big shout out to Ashley for sharing her story today on My Naked Mindset. I so appreciated chatting with her. It was so nice to get to know her and hear her story. I hope you guys are enjoying these types of episodes with me interviewing people. Definitely give me some feedback. I always love feedback, constructive criticism, all the things. Definitely feel free to connect with me on social, send me an email, send me a direct message, let's chat, I want to hear your stories, and also share this episode with a friend or someone you know that's also maybe a single parent, step parent, parent of some sort, um, and I'm sure that they can relate to, you know, some of Ashley's stories and maybe take some advice with them. So I would love to have you spread this beautiful episode with anyone you know. Um, Thank you so much again for being here today. I love you all. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye.